welcome to Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And I am excited because I have three terrific guests today, and I think you're really going to enjoy the show, talking about business with three business gurus here. We have Troy and Trevor McCauley with Business Electronics, Inc., and we have Pete Hajar with Prime Business Advisors, and these guys are all terrific, and we're going to have some fun, aren't we, guys? Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. So if you don't have fun, you get kicked off the show. That's the first rule, all right? We got that? Yes, sir. All right. So these guys are three of the guys that, uh, you know, me being a sales dude, I notice right away when people seem to be good at sales, and I'm not talking about the, hey, how are you today? How's the weather where you are? Stuff. (laughs) I'm talking about truly understanding business and fixing people's problems and getting deals done where it needs to be done in order to to uh, benefit both parties. So let's start today with the Macaulays with Business Electronics. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome. Yeah. How are you today? Wonderful. Yeah, real good. So Troy, you are the uh, head of sales and a partner in the business? That's that right? correct. Yes, sir. All right. Head of sales is a great thing. Yes, I love it. Yeah? Wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. All right. And Trevor, you being the smarter brother... You've decided to be an account executive and let him handle the headaches of of have the sales team, right? We are going to have some fun today. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smarter. That was funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm building rapport with the head of the, the head of sales here. How's that? How's that going so far? That's awesome. It's yeah, awesome. All right. All right. All right. Well, well I'm curious because uh, uh, Troy, you and I have talked about y'all's business model, and uh, so we need to know what do y'all do. Uh, what, how you bring value to to your marketplace, but also I know you're a little bit different than the, the so-called competitors in your space. So why don't you give us an idea of what y'all do and, and, and really what makes business electronics different? Sure, absolutely. So we provide technologies to companies in the forms of the typical copiers and printers, which I refer to as kind of boring. Um, we, we do telephone systems, telephony, carrier services. We do IT services. Uh, we also do audiovisual and document management, those kind of things. What makes us different is that we do all of those things and we optimize them together. So you've heard a lot of other companies that do bundling, so to speak. We're actually able to go into a company and, and look at the way they're doing business and give them some of the things they don't have today by reducing some of their costs on the things they do have. So going in and look at the ways they're spending their money on copiers and printers and taking some of that extra money they're spending that they don't need to and applying it to cool, sexy things like Aquasports. Aquasports, which I have one. We'll talk about that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I love the Aquasport. Yeah. All right. So bundling. So, uh, but, but you don't necessarily just walk in with a bundle, right? I mean, you're, you're actually asking questions, finding out what, what they're trying to. Absolutely. out what they do, how they do it, um, okay. where they're spending their money where their growth patterns are, and what we can do to help them with it. And where do you see the most growth in your company as you're talking with your, with your potential clients? Where, where's that happening? Well, it's, it's probably happening in the audiovisual space, simply mm. because a lot of companies don't take the money to, to spend the resources on that kind of thing. So a lot of, a lot of what we put in with audiovisual is a nice to have, not got to have. Um, but we're able to give it to them in a bundled package with the copiers and the printers and the phone system at no additional cost. So it's kind of a no-brainer. So they, they save money? Uh, they save money and they get new toys. They, new toys are great. I love, I love new toys. Yeah. So as a training company, 
myself, I don't know, three years ago, maybe I saw the Aquas board and I said, I'm going to have that one. It was a nice to have. And I convinced myself I needed to have it, right? And is that the kind of conversations you have, Trevor, with your prospects? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Can Anytime you, give an you bring something to the table to help a company with bottom line revenue, yeah. that's always a, a pleasure yeah. as an account executive. Okay. So I can talk about the Aquas Board, but one, Tr- Trevor, why don't you tell us what the Aquas Board is for those of our listeners who don't understand what it is? Sure. So the Aquas Board and Troy, you can kind of pick up where I leave off, but the uh, Aquas Board is a digital display. And uh, basically, anything that you can do on a PC, you can do on an Aquas board. Uh, it can be mobile for your organization. You can have it up in a conference room. Uh, any kind of teaching, learning abilities, giving you the extra curve when you have a client come in to be better than the competition. That's yeah. what the Aquas board brings to the table. So yeah. you can save data, save images, wrap it up. You can have people collaborate with the aquas board yeah so you can have people around the table that can collaborate with their smart device it's just hands down one of the best devices out there it's actually an interactive device so that's that's the real trick of it so it's a 70 inch display that is interactive with a pc built onto the back yeah um so that's what trevor's relaying as, as far yeah. as the collaboration goes and it's and it's terrific so i you know i, I typically am um, when i do training sessions for my clients it's typically a blended environment which what i mean by that is there are people in the room physically in the room uh probably 15 to 25 people at any one time that 70 inch display just screams at them it's just so so sharp and so uh easily read from the even the back of the room i also have people that come into our sessions uh over the internet like we use GoToMeeting as an example. Right. Sure. And so on their screen, wherever they are, in their office, in their home, wherever they are, they see what's on the Aquas board on their screen and it's clear. They also see the picture, you know, the, the camera, our camera in the room is on the is on the room or on me and if I'm training, and they see that and it's it's a great environment. Of course, on the Aquas board, I'm able to do templates, uh, use it as a whiteboard. Uh, I, you know, save uh, session uh, notes, things like that, and uh, reproduce it. Uh, you can you can record sessions. You can send out files. I mean, it's interactive. It's awesome for a for a training environment. H- how else do your clients use an Aquas board? Selling, number yeah. one place is selling. Is it really? So I can come in and talk to you about technology, but it's hard to make money with technology unless you're bringing new sales, new product to the table. Yeah. So when you do the same pitch, same price, same product but you have the sizzle of the Aquas board to engage your customer, you're probably going to be different than everybody else. And all it takes is a little bit different and you can make a big impact. Yeah. So this, this, that, so, so for selling, it replaces the old uh, projectors on, onto the wall kind Correct. of thing with, yes, sir. you know, with the cables and all that stuff. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. And it just, it gets their attention because most people still haven't actually sat in front of one. So yeah. when you're giving a presentation with the Aquas board, you automatically look like, wow, these guys got it going on. Yeah. So you engage them at a different level and that kind of sets you apart. Yes. And it's great. It's, it's touchscreen, obviously. And, and uh, you know, it's got the uh, stylus so you can, you can draw notes and, and pictures and stuff. And it's, it's awesome. Really, really a great uh, piece of equipment. So most of your clients... You know, when they're looking for phone systems and looking for copiers and all that, they still want the Aquas board as well. Or is that 
Is it vice versa? Well, it's kind of, we go in with something of the sizzle, right? Yeah. So we go in talking about copiers and phone systems. There's half a hundred people in Atlanta and Birmingham that do that. So we go mm. in talking about things that change their company and then use the old technology, the phone systems and the copiers that everybody has to have to leverage the savings to get to the new technology. Okay. And so you're growing fast. I know, I know you are. You told me that. But you're also, you also have aggressive growth goals. Absolutely. So how are you going to accomplish those goals? We're going to accomplish it doing the same blocking and tackling that we're doing right now. Uh, the optimization strategy, which is bringing more to the table uh, for the same price. And it's all about finding good people. So I'm constantly on the lookout for good people. Uh, we're building our Atlanta division rapidly. Um, once we get Atlanta completely up to where um, we feel like we're, we've kind of established our market share, then we'll probably start doing some acquisitions. Uh, but right now, we're just focused on the building of Atlanta and Birmingham and getting us to where we want to be. You got big plans. Big plans, always. So you started in Birmingham, and now and, and you, you're big there, and you're growing Atlanta, and you're getting big here as well, right? We are. We're in the process, absolutely. We're a 28-year-old company, and yeah. we've grown uh, approximately 400% in the last year and a half. Approximately? Yes, sir. 400% in how long? Year and a half. Year and a half. And you're still walking around and, and putting together sentences intelligibly. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you do that. I don't, know, I don't know how you do that. So you mentioned this optimization strategy. Sure. Can you give me an example of what that looks like? Yeah. So I'll take a customer most people have heard of, um, real, um, Keller Williams over in Birmingham. Uh, they needed to open a new space. They already knew they needed some copiers. They knew they needed a new phone system. We went and looked at the way they were already spending the money for the carrier services, the phone system, and the copiers. We got them new copiers, new phone system, new carrier services, interactive Aquas boards, digital signage, put it all in a bundle and actually didn't cost them a penny more than they were spending when I walked in their door. So we've done it for five of their locations now, and we have established a true partnership with them. Okay, that's great. So once again, this is uh, Simon Says Let's Talk Business with our guest today, the Macaulays from Business Electronics and Pete Hajar with Prime Business Advisors. And we're focusing right now on Business Electronics, very, very fast growing company, uh, especially here in Atlanta. What's your strategy? Is it, is it still Birmingham growth too and Atlanta? Still Which, Birmingham growth, but yeah. uh, focusing, I'm focusing a lot of attention in Atlanta as well. Okay. So how do you, Trevor, how do you go out there and get new prospects? Well, Troy, Troy already referred to it. It's old school mentality. Yeah. Blackland, uh, blocking, tackling, uh, just going and hitting the streets, creating great networks. Yeah. Uh, one would be the Gwinnett Chamber uh, has been vital for us. Yeah. So uh, it's just getting out there. Once you get some customers, then it's all about referrals, right? It is. So you're you're working three to four different angles at a time, but uh, just being different, as yeah. Troy already shared with you, being different will will fast approach more customers. That's excellent. Yeah, I met I met y'all at the at, at a uh, event with the Gwinnett Chamber. So yeah, network. Yes. So you're doing yes. networking. You're uh, you're asking for referrals from your clients and network partners. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that's a great that's a great strategy, and it's a. It's a technique most people mess up, right? They say things like, well, Troy, you got any referrals for me? <laughs> yeah, you always get lots of response with that, right? Yeah, and then, well, yeah, and then, you know, they, they're nice people, so they say, well, Al, you know, uh, I'll give that some thought and get back to you. And, sure. and they probably mean that, but really, in truth, they're busy, they're not thinking about me, and so it, nothing really happens there, right? So, 
Sure, absolutely. So you really have to, you know, to help people understand uh, how to go ahead and give you a referral. You have to teach people how to buy from you, right? Sure, absolutely. And I know you also, so you do, you ask for referrals, you do network, and I know that y'all are also doing a lot of cold calling. Cold calling. Old school cold calling. <laughs> yes. So tell me about that. How does that go? It's all about wearing out a pair of shoes. Who yeah. can wear out the pair of shoes the fastest, right? So, uh, no, hit, hitting the streets and in your dedicated areas, you know, that Troy's mm -hmm. provided for us. So, we have a few sales people over here, a few sales reps, and yeah. we just try to, you know, two to three days a week go out there and, and beat up the streets because most people like to buy from people they know and trust. And what, what better way to do that than walking into somebody's place of business? You know, walk-in cold calling has got to be the mark of a true sales professional. You know, Absolutely. A lot of people say that they're, you know, I'm a good salesperson. I'm a relationship guy, uh, you know, but they don't walk in. They don't introduce sure. themselves to people really. They're, sure. they're really talking about people they already know. Right? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about being humble down the earth, you know? Yeah. Well, so. Good for you. So, Troy, you, you are aggressively hiring, obviously, to get this kind of growth. When you hire sales professionals, what do you look for? A sales professional. The number one thing I always look for is attitude. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that make up a good salesperson. Uh, you can have a great work ethic. You can have a great product knowledge. You can know how to sell. That's all wonderful. But if you don't have a good attitude, that can kill a business faster than anything. So I look for a great attitude, somebody that's enthusiastic about what they're doing, that's hungry, wants to make money, uh, wants to be the best. Competitive is also a, a great trait. Yes. Yeah, I think Pete's going to talk about that part about wanting to be your best here in a minute, yeah, right, good. Pete? That's going to be something that we're going to talk about with you. But yeah, so when you say enthusiastic, you don't mean the, you know, that fake, uh, you know, act enthusiastic and you'll be enthusiastic stuff, right? That prospects automatically go, okay, here comes a salesperson, right? What are you talking about when you say enthusiasm as far as, far as attitude goes? Well, you got to believe in what you're doing. I mean, yeah. anybody that's selling anything, you got to believe in your product and believe in your service. Yeah. So if you believe in it and you're excited about it, it, it shows. Yeah. If you're not excited and if you don't believe in it and you're trying to act like you are, that shows as well. So um, confidence comes from from believing in what you're doing and having success at it. And it's amazing. I've, I've seen so many salespeople over the years that get in, a, get in a rut. They haven't sold anything in three or four months and they're begging for business. Well, it, it comes off that way. Uh, but when you're doing well, it just seems like business is always coming at you. So if you can truly affect the way your customer feels and does business with your products, then you're going to feel good about what you're doing and you're going to be excited about it. You know, and, and when we talked earlier, what struck me about that conversation, Troy, was what you described when you when you when you described to me the culture at Business Electronics and, and how you are morphing the culture. Uh, when you say someone has got a, you know, what I would call a can do attitude, confidence in themselves uh, for a sales position, how does that relate to people throughout your organization? Well, it's all about rowing the boat the same way. So, you know, it takes all different pieces to make the, to make the machine work. The salespeople have got to do their, do their business. The trainer has to do their business. The operations people have to do their business. The technicians have to do their business. Any one piece that's missing there and you have, you have a wreck on your hands. So yes. everybody's got to be rowing the same direction. Everybody's got to believe in each other, give each other the benefit of the doubt. And when you start building that camaraderie, um, it starts becoming infectious. People start believing in each other. It's kind of cool to see happen. 
Well, and, and as a salesperson myself, I know what it's like to be out there in the field, right, Trevor? And you're doing Absolutely. the best you can and you interface with people back at the office. And, the, you know, there are those that don't row in the same direction and what it does to your attitude. Fair? Sure, sure. And in, in your situation in business electronics, you're seeing the changes and you like it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Leadership's great and everything's headed you, in the even right your brother? direction. <laughs> you know what? You can take it from me. When I'm his brother saying that, it's got to be absolutely spot on, right? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. These, uh, these family businesses, you really got to watch <laughs> it's getting, out. It's getting deep over here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know since you know, my wife works with us in the business, I understand there you go. the dynamics. The smiles over there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, but when, when, people, when people understand their role and they understand the vision of the company and they understand how that relates to the folks in the field, out there interfacing with the customers and prospective customers, it's got to be one message. And you got to be able to deliver, don't you? Absolutely. It's got to be consistent every time. And y'all are doing a great job. We are doing the best that we can and moving in the right direction. Excellent. Excellent. So, you know, people listening to this right now are probably thinking, I need to call Business Electronics. I need to talk to them because I have the need for uh, you know, functional things in my business. I now have the, the the desire to do some of the sizzle, get more sales, do a better job for my customers. So what's the best way for someone to get a hold of you? Well, you can call us at 678-800-0034. Uh, that will put you in touch with uh, one of our inside sales team to set an appointment, to set up a, an analysis of, of how you're doing business. Or you can uh, always check us out online, obviously, businesselectronics.com. Um, or you can uh, call me directly if you want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm always open to phone calls. Okay. So businesselectronics.com or the phone number, which again was what? 678-800-0034. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for your time today, guys. Feel free to talk as, we, as, as Pete and I engage here in a minute. But again, this is Troy McCauley, Trevor McCauley with Business Electronics, Inc. Uh, terrific, terrific organization. Uh, for the stuff you need to run your business and run it well and make more sales. That's right. Thanks for having us on, Al. Yes, thank you. Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Once again, this is Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And I'm excited to have today also not only the Macaulays from Business Electronics, but real good friend Pete Hajar, Prime Business Advisors. Welcome, Pete. Thank you, Al, for having me. Pete, you've been around a while, huh? How many businesses and how, how many years? Five decades. Five decades. <laughs> Don't put it that way. <laughs> oh, I guess that's better than over 50 years, Al. Yeah, exactly. You started when you were three. I actually uh, started when I was 12. Did you really? I did. That was your first business when you were 12? I was a weed puller, Al. Oh, well, all right. And you got paid for that. I did. Yeah? We had uh, uh, a neighborhood picnic on Memorial Day. And I noticed the neighbors were all complaining about pulling weeds. And this is back in the 70s. Uh, Very few people had uh, landscapers coming to cut their grass every week, uh, except for maybe the the real old folks, right? Yes. In their seventh decade. And what was interesting is I picked up on that, and I was always looking to make a buck. I asked a woman named Mrs. Rossica, I said, hey, I'll pull your weeds. She says, will you? I said, yeah. So, well, how much will it be? And I just blurted out $5. 
she bet. She took it. <laughs> and then you thought, I should have said 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but from there, I started. And I had actually a whole route in my neighborhood and the neighborhood next door. And so if you think about it back then, they think the minimum wage was two bucks or two thirty. Yeah. Uh, it's 1976. I remember 1976. Yeah. Yes. And bicentennial year. We, um, uh, it took us maybe 45 minutes to an hour to weed someone's yard. We had pretty good big yards back then. I was making double the minimum wage and it was cash. So I was real happy. Bought myself a bike, a stereo, you know, all the stuff a kid needs when he's a teenager. And an entrepreneur but, uh, was born. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So tell us about Prime Business Advisors. Yeah, I know it's training seminars. Tell us what that's really all about. Prime Business, uh, or Prime Business Advisors uh, has uh, basically three revenue streams. Uh, one of them are seminars. And seminars we put on for companies that are small startups all the way up to Fortune 500. Hmm. We have a uh, coaching advisory component uh, to our group. We take uh, maybe a handful of clients, five to six clients at a time, that's it. We really focus in on getting their business uh, not only um, operationally sound, but putting in the proper systems and procedures for sales and marketing. And we provide the step-by-steps to do so. And then our third component, which is being worked on as we speak, Al, we are uh, creating a LMS, or learning management system. So there's only one Pete Hajar, and there's only a few associates. We can't be everywhere, and we do like to sleep and take vacations on occasion. And so what we believe That's is That's overrated, that, Pete, seriously. Nah, <laughs> I don't know about that. I like, I like fishing on the ocean. There you go. So, Al, what we'll do is uh, we'll get the word out. We'll provide these LMSs um, that duplicate our seminars. And the idea is uh, when I'm sleeping, someone in Los Angeles is purchasing my product. So it's our third revenue stream. More importantly, we're going to offer it at such a attractive price point that uh, we're going after a market, and the market is the underemployed and military veterans. So anyone who served in the military... And, you know, the working mom or working mom and dad that are just barely making it every month. Um, I see a problem with that in America. So yes. I want to fix that to do my part. And it, it really jives with how people learn today, right? They like to go to the, to the Internet. They like to see videos, podcast, hear, hear podcasts and do things on their own time, which they can do in an LMS, right? Absolutely. People, um, here's an interesting statistic. People see, if a person sees a, uh, go to a seminar. And mm -hmm. you see a PowerPoint, and you're looking at uh, bullet point after bullet point after bullet point. 72 hours later, a person will retain only 13% of what they saw or heard. 13%. Yep. With an infographic or a picture-type report tied with some data points, 67% will retain all that information 72 hours later. So it's extremely powerful. And um, with the advent of the smartphone, I believe it's about nine years old now. Is with, it really? Yeah. You know, with the advent of the smartphone, uh, people are learning on their smartphones. They can do it at their leisure. They can do it um, on their lunch breaks. They can right. do it anywhere. It's really, a, really a powerful medium. And uh, we don't have to look any further than Amazon to see what they've done with the uh, smartphone and ordering. So I, I'm curious. You said... You said startups mm. all the way to Fortune 500. Correct. That pretty much covers the business gamut, right? I mean, that's for our seminars. That's for your seminars. Yes. Okay. So, for example, we have a um, 
a national health care provider that uh, recently uh, purchased our uh, excellent customer service seminar. I went in, taught a, a group of about 20 people over a three-hour period on the excellence of customer service. And uh, one of the things that we um, we key in on in customer service is we try to get them to start looking at the customer uh, as a stakeholder. And we try to replace the word service with experience. Hmm. Nobody remembers a service, but they're going to remember an experience, how you made them feel. And the interesting part about experiences and feelings is those experiences uh, create thoughts. Thoughts then create actions. So once again, this is Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training. And our guests today, Troy and Trevor McCauley with Business Electronics, Inc., and Pete Hajar with Prime Business Advisors. And Pete, you've been talking about the uh, seminars that you do. You mentioned customer service. What other seminars do you do that, that your clients can gain from? We have a very uh, dynamic and uh, interactive seminar, uh, which is indicative of all the seminars we provide. It's called Employee Engagement and Retention. Mm-hmm. Not a real sexy name, but <laughs> there's a very interesting fact behind the name. Uh, in my last company, uh, which was a restoration business, uh, myself and a gentleman named Wes Thornton, my uh, business partner, ex-business partner, Wes and I grew that business uh, from two people to 68 people and 20 million in revenue in seven years. And my most proudest accomplishment uh, was not the money, it was the fact that one person out of 68 people left the company voluntarily in seven years. And so we truly- That's an amazing statistic. It is, I'm shocked by it. Uh, And the person that left the company, he went to join the railroad. He was, uh, he's a, uh, conductor now for CSX uh, Railroad. So when he was a kid, he, he probably had trains all over his house, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, he doubled his salary and he's driving a train. If I could double my salary today and drive a train, I don't think I'd be sitting here, Al. There you go. That reminds me of a song, but we'll not go there. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, what? All right. So, you do this with people, you do seminars, you do one on one coaching, right? So, what, what makes what you, I mean, there's lots of business advisors out there, lots of consulting firms that, that work on the operations and systems and financial stuff. But what, what, really, what really sets you apart? What sets our seminars apart um, was born out of frustration. So, I've been a constant learner. Uh, I wasn't formally educated. In fact, I was a D student and failed out of college four times. I was 36, 37 years old when I realized I was dyslexic. In fact, when our daughter got diagnosed, my wife and I both got diagnosed at the same time along with her, and we were dyslexic, and we had no clue. So you had two dyslexics marrying each other, and we wondered why we couldn't get along sometimes. And you had a dyslexic child. So Yes, yes, yes. All right. (laughs) So I was always looking, looking, looking. And and one of the most frustrating um, parts for me, Al, was you go to a seminar, and you're told what to do. So you have a little bit of hope. But you're not shown how to do it. Or if you are going to be shown how to do it, you got to get to the next course, which is several thousand dollars more. And it was always an upsell, and it frustrated the heck out of me. So in my seminars, when we created these, um, when people walk away from our uh, seminar, they're going to get hope and a roadmap. So we are providing hope and a roadmap. They're going to know what to do. Uh, We provide what, 
why and how. Wouldn't you start with the how? Well, what do you want to do? Oh, and why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? How am I going to do it? And how are you going to get there? Correct. Okay. So this roadmap is what? It's a three-ring binder or is it a, I mean, what does it look like? It's uh, all uh, going to be downloadable via our LMS. And hey, there's going to be... On- that was a leading question, by the yes, way. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> on- online learning with, um, with downloadable forms. So we're not, we're not going to print. I don't want to kill any uh, spotted owls, and I want to keep the redwoods alive. Uh, we believe uh, heavily in technology, uh, like our friends here at uh, BE. And uh, so everything will be uh, electronic. Good. Yep. And so, and so they fill out the form. Now, you, you give them the how based on these forms they can download and they can fill them out. Yep. Do, you, do you then engage with them further at that point? If they choose. Okay. So my phone's always on. If they choose to retain, uh, as part of our LMS, we're setting up a library and our subscription service. So as uh, customers use the system and they have more and more questions, we're going to create a... Uh, what I'm calling a vodcast, a video podcast. Hmm. That'll be broadcast uh, twice a month, and we'll have guests on answering questions. Okay. In, in, in real time. So if I'm a client of yours, I can be as interactive with you as I want to be? Absolutely. Or as autonomous as I want to be? Absolutely. Again, it all starts with self-learning, and we'll have video library, uh, downloadable form libraries, template libraries, mm-hmm. and, and, and how, the how-tos. Excellent. So when you're working with your clients, what do you stress most? Consistent marketing. Uh, the biggest problems that I ran into in all four companies, um, I'm going to actually uh, regress for a minute. In 30 years, I've started four companies. I've grown those companies and I've sold those companies. And those companies had sales of $90 million. So you would think by the fourth company, I would have my act together, but... Um, um, I'm half Italian, and my grandmother used to call me Testadura when I was a kid, and that means hard head. <laughs> so I've got to touch the stove a few times before I realize it's hot, and you would think I would have known this by then, but uh, it, it, in all four companies, it's, it's, very, it's very easy to get um, misdirected when you're the owner or you're the co-owner of a business, and you get off on a tangent. Uh, and you're busy, you're, you're, you're cranking out work and you're cranking out your orders. And then all of a sudden, mm, there's a lull in the business. Well, yeah, there's some seasonality in businesses, but there should never be monthly lulls. And, and the reason I found in my case why we had monthly lulls was we didn't consistently market. In other words, it has to be a daily, daily, daily thing. And when you say marketing, what are you talking about? So when I talk about marketing, I talk about all, all pieces of the puzzle, if you will. Uh, digital marketing, uh, uh, internet, SEO, social media marketing, uh, business radio X. There's, a, there's an idea. Yeah. Use business radio X. That's right. Did I hear you say... Use Business Radio X. You heard me say use Business Radio X. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. It doesn't call, make any sense Call Mike Sam and he'll take care of you and hook you up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, networking, uh, yeah. chambers of commerce, everything. Okay. Use every piece of that puzzle. Essentially, but, use that word marketing for that. I use I used the word prospecting for that. A lot of that. Now, you know, I think of marketing well, as... Marketing, prospecting, propo- you know, yeah. uh, I, I a lot of times refer to it as promoting. You know, be that, yes. be that carnival barker. Just continue yeah. to shout your message. 
It's all in the messaging. Isn't Early, it? often, and late. Absolutely. So you get the yeah. message out there, and you see what bites, and that's when you engage them. Yeah. And that's when guys like Trevor go in and do what they do. And do it well. Do it well. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Pete. So one, I mean, good grief. Four companies, $90 million in the first three before you sold them. Right? First four. First four. All yeah. four. Okay. This 90. Is, well, whatever. Not counting Split the weed pulling business. This is business five. Okay. All right. Well, that one, that one was another 10 or so million. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and you're, and, and, and you're, you're obviously, um, being very humble here because you did a lot of things right to be able to do that. I so, had a lot of great people. Um, one of the things that I learned early on from a mentor, uh, George Davis, way, way back in the day, uh, George, he says, he used to call me Petey. He'd say, Petey, you can't know everything, so put great people around you. Mm. And for me, uh, we were talking earlier before the show, was the, uh, the financial part of the business, the finances. You know, I don't enjoy it. I kind of know it, but I'm not a professional at it. Uh, I'm really good at putting systems in, organizing, uh, and selling. And so I stick to those uh, three processes uh, and, or cores in the business. Stick to your core and then let yeah. other experts do, do what, what you, you don't do as well, all right? Yep. I preach in the seminars, do what you do best, farm out the rest. Excellent. Yep. So you did a lot of things right, but and, and but you said that, you know, what was it, testudinal? What is it? What was the word? Testadura. Testadura. <laughs> means you got a hard head. Hard head, yeah. I am not going to teach that to my wife because that's all <laughs> I'll hear is that word. Uh, from here on out. But, so, but obviously, you, you're doing a lot of things well. What's one best practice that you do every day? Give us one thing. Never stop learning. That's the one. Every single day, I my face is in a book. I yeah. try to spend at least, I'll tell you 30 minutes, but honestly, it's probably more like 20. Yeah. But I'll spend 20 to 30 minutes tops every morning when I get up and I my face is in a improvement book. I want to learn about marketing, more about sales, more about uh, finance. So you're not talking about spy novels here. You're talking no, about real, real yeah. world best practices, um, emotional intelligence, right. uh, how to get along, you know, better with your family. You know, if you you get a better, if you get a better, uh, if you can get along with your family, which is the hardest group of people to get along with, right? Because they know all your buttons and they know you, then you can get along real well out in the general public. All right, never. Stop. Learning. Never stop learning. Yep. Get the get the expertise from people who have the expertise that you absolutely. Can use. There you go. Very good. Great stuff. So, Pete, if uh, if our listeners and I'm sure there's a bunch of them out there would like to get a hold of you, what's the best way? The best way they can get a hold of me is I can be emailed directly at Pete at PrimeBusinessAdvisors.com, and as a bonus to your audience, Al. Anyone who emails me, I will send them a sales tool that I have used over the last 30 years that definitely drives business. Oh, man. Now you got me uh, curious here at being a sales trainer. It works. Uh, Trust me, it uh, works. We're gonna have to, am I going to have to dig this one out of you? I have to call you, right? I have to, I have you got to email me out. I have to email you to get the tip. Pete at Pete. primebusinessadvisors.com. Okay, so I'm going to do that. And, Please do. And your, your inbox is going to be flooded. I hope so. Pete at primebusinessadvisors.com. Well, folks, we've had a super show today. The, we've got three experts here on business, on sales, on electronics, on, 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 being, on, on thriving in the business world. 
Uh, so I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm sure you have. This is Al Simon with Sandler Training. And that's another episode of Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. Mm-hmm.